You're listening to episode 144 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. And don't forget, you've only got another 24 days left to get your orders in for our limited edition 360 Vegas shirts. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Our reigning champ and lord of all we survey decreed the 360 Moneyline Fantasy Football Trophy shall henceforth be known as the Ruffin. So saith Sir William Charles IV. Good grief. <laughs> A good name considering the renovations that uh, Mr. Ruffin has made to Treasure Island are about as disgusting as felching a bull. Yeah, just about. Well, I- I don't know. I've never felt stable, so I don't know that I can accurately compare the two. Theoretically, yes. Theoretically. I, I would imagine it would it yeah. would not be a pleasant experience, kind of like the eyesore that TI now is. I realized while I was writing this week's show that if I give disclaimers before I do a story that might offend people, I'll be giving disclaimers constantly as well as it's going to kind of ruin the essence of my entire joke concept. The idea is to kind of catch so, you off guard. The shit I find funniest is like... Where the hell did that come from? Well, so maybe you just put one giant disclaimer on the front and say, I will say something at this point to offend you, but please just assume it's, uh, you know, assume innocence. Or people stop taking shit so seriously. <laughs> or, or that. That too. That too. This, uh, this Memphis weather can, can eat my ass, Karen. Well, last weekend was great, and this week was good. Yeah. Now it's just it decided it's going to rain pretty much all weekend, which sucks. This is bullshit summer. Although it is, I was sold is, a false bill of goods by this city. It is the first weekend of college football, so at least you know you don't feel as bad about staying inside to watch football. It's better be the longest Indian summer in the history of Indian <laughs> summers. <laughs> All right, let's kick us off with some random Vegas. Aria has a cooling system built into their slot machine bases, pushing the smoke and pollutants up and out, as well as saving energy. So problem solved, Karen. No one can ever complain about cigarettes in casinos ever again. Aria solved it. No, there you go. It's fixed. The cooling system, though, is interesting because I don't know if you noticed. I actually noticed this when we were sitting at Bond at the video poker machines. My legs were, like, on fire because of the heat that was coming down from the machine. Because, you know, you sit, like, under the bar. Yeah. It does get really hot down there, so it's interesting that they have this cooling system. they have lights underneath it, too? They do, so I'm sure that was contributing to it. But I noticed that it... um, at, at the chandelier bar as well, when we're sitting on the ground floor. I don't, I don't mind. I'm usually freezing when I'm well, in. Well, no, I, I agree. But you know, when when your upper body is freezing because it's sitting and your legs feel like they're you know on fire, it's a little different. Yeah, valid. Yeah. All right. How about the Vegas Mate Review of the Week? 
This week's review is Talithia's August 28th review of Finn at the Mirage. Gave it three out of five chips. Talitha wrote, went here with a group of my girlfriends. We all love the food, but we never saw the server again after she took our food order. We waited forever to get the bill once we were finished eating, never mind even re receiving refills on our water or ordering another drink. If you are good at being a jerk to get the server's attention, the food is well worth the trip. Neat atmosphere and the Peking duck looks luscious. Have to rate three due to service. That's kind of happening all over the place in Vegas, isn't it? Well, it's because... People are trying to save money, which means they cut back on step. Dr. Dave said it a thousand times, and I completely agree with him. When your primary business is service, and especially in Vegas' case, it's supposed to be a, an experience. It's supposed to be elite. Oh, yeah. And, and you if reduce you fall slightly yeah. short, yeah. You reduce staff. You, you, you reduce the, the ability to offer a quality experience. And they just... It, they're trying to find that middle line between I want to make this much money and I don't want to pay that person. So Yeah. No, I, I hear you. All right. How about the twit pick of the week? Demonstrating a keen eye for quality Vegas photography with multiple candidates for the twit pick of the week at Real C Notes winning photo was the view from his room at Vidara at City Center. Just in case it wasn't clear, this week's winner is at Real C Note. The photo not only captures a significant collection... Why would collection, that not be clear? Well, because normally I specifically say, this week's winner is, and I just put that in a sentence, so I thought lesser of some of our listeners <laughs> thought perhaps wow. I should. So he doesn't think, you don't think our listeners are very bright that they can oh, figure out that the only Twitter handle not, that you mentioned not is the one that listeners, won? Not our listeners. Not all of them. Some of them have demonstrated an ability to not be smart. Clever? Smart. Wow. Okay. That's what we're going to go with. Yikes. The photo not only captures a significant collection of Vegas North Strip landmarks, but also demonstrates the density in which they populate the landscape. While large cities like New York and Chicago are densely populated with skyscrapers, in Vegas, all of these behemoths represent opportunities to create pinnacles of life experiences that may very well grow to be life-altering or defining. It also fucks with the mind, because if you look at this picture, it seems that Flamingo is just across the street, and Palazzo, it, you know, it's just it's just down the road. But anyone who has attempted to traverse this terrain, usually the uninitiated, learn that the pretty building they are walking to is still a significant distance in your future an hour after your trek began. The photo grabs Stratosphere, Encore, Palazzo, Venetian, Harrah's, the Quad Link, Flamingo, Cromwell, and parts of Bellagio, and we look forward to seeing them adorn the second computer monitor wallpaper of 360 Vegas Studios. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize you were a studio now. As I have, always. I have a studio. <laughs> I thought it was an office. It's, it's a studio for this for okay. this purpose. All right, got it. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. Blag? Blag. Blag. <laughs> is that Chicago or is that New England? I don't know. I think that's... We'll link to the photo on our blog. <laughs> Put it on our Flickr page, Pinterest page, feature it in the Facebook and Google Plus page, as well as the Twitter header, and, and the, advanced, the enhanced version of the podcast. That's going to be it. Let's go to the news. There you go. What, what do you need me here for? I think that was Chicago. I, I felt Chicago being channeled towards I, I the end. I think that was a little more Chicago than yeah. Chicago <laughs> versus Boston. First up in the news, the Vegas NHL expansion. SI.com, 
is reporting sources close to the commissioner that say the NHL expansion to Vegas is a done deal. The only thing in question at this point is which ownership group to award it to. Which group is selected will more than likely determine what venue the team will play in, although considering MGM AEG's Anchor Stadium is already under construction, it would lead one to believe that the group connected to that project will be the winners as opposed to the proposition of the all net being built, which has only received approval and has funding, but nothing else has actually happened. Mm. I'd still, yeah, we talked about this before. Hockey in Vegas just seems odd, but hockey in general is odd. Hockey games are fun to go no, to. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just being a smartass. Okay. I, I, I like hockey. That's I don't okay. know if it's a, is it a touristy thing? Is it something you're in Vegas going? Well, we should fucking go see a, a hockey game. I don't think so because I feel like you've got to have, unless you're going just for the fights, maybe, maybe. You think um, basketball lends itself? Basket no, no. I, I Professional just, sports in general, just I know. don't. I don't think it's a tourist thing. Now, all that being said, like I know folks with, like with baseball, there are people that are determined to go baseball, to every baseball right. stadium. Now, I'm assuming they try to go when the team that they're a fan of is playing there. But I don't know that you have that same thing with other professional sports. I mean, even so, think about football. I'm I'm not on a mission to go see a game in Jacksonville. It's interesting that both of these stadiums are on the Strip. If this is meant to only cater to the to the locals, to the people that, that live in Nevada, why would you put it in a place that concentrates 30 million people a year? Well, yeah, and if you talk to a lot of the locals, they hate going down to the Strip because it's a pain in the ass to find parking and everything else. So I mean, at least I, with the AEG one, it's slightly off Strip, so you don't actually have to get to the Strip. You could drive down Tropicana Boulevard and just, you know, don't make it to the strip, pull into the parking lot before. Right. So I guess there's that. Next up, Vegas Liquor Swap. To his dismay, Vital Vegas shared a revelation this week that I imagine the majority of people who read his story assumed it to already be true. I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Apparently, a casino is not required by law to serve you what you request if the drink is comped. So if you ask for a Sky on the Rocks, <laughs> the casino doesn't have to give you Sky Vodka. Now, of course, those who drink straight alcohol are going to be able to tell yeah. something like that. But basically, if you enjoy mixed drinks, there's a chance that you're not getting it. Most cases, the casino will serve you a, a cheaper version of that, or it's a cheaper brand, but it tastes very similar. Well, so you think about, like, Svedka yep. actually is brewed in the same, or distilled in the same way, it's not brewed, distilled in the same way that Kettle One is. Mm. And so they taste extremely similar right. and Svetka is, you know, less than a third of the price. So, right, right. But there's there's definitely a difference between like substituting out a Svetka for a Kettle One versus putting in some of those nasty... Yeah, like, you can't really get away with, with asking for Grey Goose and then having them give you Stolies or something. Like, yeah. you're, there's no way you're no. getting away with that. Mm-mm. Obviously, they have brands that maybe we're not familiar with that are comparable, and Svetka is a perfect example of something that could very easily replace your favorite and vodka. And at the end of the day, it, the, the thing that maybe doesn't bother me about this too much, I would just prefer to know what I'm getting, mm. um, what kind of liquor I'm getting. I do like when they say that. Like, when they tell you straight up, like, going, I can't comp that. Like, right. Well, no, that's fine. Or, or if they say, well, what about this? Like, going, are they similar? Or like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay. Or when you ask for something, I mean, they've... T- they've you know, you've asked, I've asked for absolute. This is typically what I ask for because I'm not going to be a dick and ask them to comp goose or something like right, that. Right, right. And a lot of times they'll come out and say, well, we don't have that, but we've got this. And 
okay, as long as I know up front what I'm getting, I'll usually be okay with it unless they do, like you said, they say stoli or... Yeah, uh, well, the, yeah, they're garbage. Yeah, one of the well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nameless well. <laughs> right, where you can buy a fifth for six bucks or something. Right. Yeah, that's not going to exactly. happen. Exactly, it comes so. in the little plastic jugs. Now, other than playing at the bar and watching your drink get made, there isn't really much that you can do that doesn't require going out of your way to ensure that you get the brand that you requested without paying for it. It's it's interesting. I don't I don't think I realize that, but it makes sense that they don't have to. I mean, it's a free drink. It's a free drink, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, and don't be a dick and ask for like the premium top shelf stuff and expect. To get he it. isn't. Tip- I mean, he is a dick, but he doesn't. He's not a dick when it comes to alcohol. He's a he's a big Captain Morgan fan. Okay, well, so it is no, kind of weird. And it's that- it's one thing to have your favorite. I mean, obviously, if I've got a choice. I will usually, I mean, Goose is what I'm going to take, but I'm, I'm okay with Kettle One, even Sky, any of that. I'm good. But I, I'm not going to be, I mean, if I'm paying for it, you better put the good shit in there. If it's right. comped, yeah. there's only so much I can bitch about. Right, yeah. Oh, this one's going to be interesting. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about this. Vegas Vagina Crimes. I'm just going to read the opening sentence as it was written in the Las Vegas Sun. Quote, Police say that three women who joined a pair of Encore Hotel guests in their room distracted them during sex to steal their Rolex watches, which they later hid in their bodies during the getaway. Two Indian tourists were the victims, and the estimated value of their Rolexes is a combined $16,000. Number one, you have, like, two Rolexes. You have $8,000 on your wrist on a watch. Uh, Sorry. It is I think a, it's obsolete now because if you ever want to know what time it is, you can look at your phone. It's jewelry is all it is now. Yeah. It's, that's all the watch is now. It isn't clear exactly how this played out, but you can let your imagination run wild. Two of the girls approached one of the men. They then returned to the man's room at the property and were joined by a third girl. And then slightly later, the man's friend joined the party. The scam apparently involved persuasion to remove their watches mid-sexual activities. At some point... Excuse me? Wait, wait, wait. So hold on. So they're in the middle of having sex, and the, the woman says, oh, the watch is just, it's getting in the way. Can you take it off? Are you, yeah, what? I don't, I don't get it. Either. Oh, my God. <laughs> At some point, whether during or post-spluge isn't clear, the men noticed their watches were missing. One of the men chased the women as they fled to the elevator while the other called hotel security. The pursuing man was thwarted when one of the women activated a stun gun to keep him away. It doesn't sound like she actually stunned him. It sounded like she just threatened him, and he's like, all right, fuck that. Once again, I'm going to quote from the article. Quote, Police say surveillance video from the elevator shows two of the women squatting and inserting items into their vaginal areas. Working with... Because security's coming after you, so you're not going to get searched. (laughs) Oh, my God. Working with hotel security using live video surveillance throughout the property, police were able to find the women and arrested them at the hotel's taxi pickup area. Upon searching the women, one of the watches was discovered in a purse. Accepting defeat, the other woman removed the other watch from her vagina. The, no doubt, saturated watches were returned to their owners. How do, you, how do you clean something like that? I don't know. How much is that going to Set cost? it on fire? <laughs> you know, maybe maybe they weren't actually trying to steal the watches. Maybe the guys weren't. They have a so, passion for cleaning Rolexes. Well, no, 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 it's not that. Maybe maybe the guys' dicks weren't that big, and so they they felt like they needed something extra <laughs> in there to, to kind of fill them up a little more, and they thought, hey, the watch will work. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, Looking at the picture of these women, I've honestly never been horny enough in my life to fuck any of these women even for free. Maybe you get, I just got high standard. Well, it is 
post-sex. I mean, they probably have, like, just fucked hair and everything else. (laughs) And fled. Well, yeah, and fled. (laughs) You you try shoving something up your vagina and see how pretty you look. (laughs) Does that tussle the hair and make you look (laughs) ugly? (laughs) I I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You move on. I don't know. (laughs) Pretend it didn't happen. Just just go. Just go. All right. Downtown Las Vegas event center is ready. The space formerly home to the abandoned, asbestos-ridden Vegas courthouse has completed its evolution into the downtown Las Vegas event center per Derek Stevens' vision. The center for events is located behind the D, one of Derek's properties, just in case you know that, has a capacity of 15,000 people and will play host to a vast array of live events as is illustrated in the first three events planned for the area. The first gathering at the DLVEC will be competition barbecue, specifically the 50,000 Barbecue and Tailgate Festival. Yummy. It will take place Saturday and Sunday, September 6th through the 7th, from noon to 6 p.m. Admission is $20 per day and includes live performing acts, including grilling demonstrations, as well as all-you-can-eat tasting samples. The second will be the venue's first concert featuring Capital Cities on September 20th. Admission to that is $25 or $35 for VIP access to a party pit. Lastly, October 12th, World Fighting Championships MMA style will be on display featuring a total of 15 fights. Gates open at 6 p.m. Admission is $30 for general, $50 for cage side, and limited table service is available for $750. As more events are announced, we will, of course, bring them to you in our coming attractions segment. That's Good clever. Him. Yeah, they don't have anything like that, though. That's pretty clever. No, it is. I mean, they got outdoor, obviously, concert stuff, but more of the event thing. Like, think about having... Oh, yeah, and a wide variety of things. I mean, you've got, obviously, a concert. You've got a barbecue. You've got MMA. I mean, you've got very different activities happening well, down think there, about which this... I think demonstrates the diversity of the space and what you can use. Well, and think about this, too, with Tony Shea's expansion into the area. That'd be perfect for, like, a little festival where you have, you know, a little carnival oh, attraction, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Cool. We've got uh, information on an O performer who was injured. Yeah, now to be clear, we're referencing the Cirque Show O at Bellagio, not a really, really good muff diver. <laughs> <laughs> The specific performer was Wait, one... Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How do you tie an O performer to a muff diver? O performer. Performing an O. Okay, you don't have to muff dive to do that. It's usually an O face. Whatever. I'm ruining this. <laughs> the specific performer was one of, quote, the performers that swing back and forth like pendulums on mounted boards until they gain enough momentum to vault into the air and land in the water. It's perfectly safe to me. Yeah, I don't remember those folks. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do I. Because <laughs> you were sleeping through the The show. injury was treated with emergency response, but the performer was released from the hospital after an overnight stay. Although not required to by law, unless three or more people are injured or a death occurred, Cirque announced that the accident happened and said they intend to investigate. This is the third accident involving Cirque performers in just over a year. The last involved the aptly named Wheel of Death in Zarkana at... Aria and the most tragic involved the performer who died in Ka at MGM Grand. Mm-hmm. Any chance that this is just PR? Not not the girl that died. Obviously not the girl that died. But if they're like, 
die. I don't think it's PR. I think that, I mean, so let, let's face it. What Cirque performers do is dangerous. But that's what I mean. Are they almost like, I think we need to get hurt. I don't think they realize how no, hard and amazing this is. I don't think that's it. I right, think clearly that, I'm trying to make a joke. I know, but I think they're being overly sensitive, especially considering that somebody died. And they want to be very transparent oh, I know. when something bad happens. And the fact that they're, again, not required to launch an investigation, but they want to understand why it happened to try to prevent it. We talked about this, you know, with the Ka fatality is they... They care. They're like a family. They care about their performers. They want to understand why it happened and make sure they're as safe as possible. So PR, I, I guess in a way, because they want to make sure they're as transparent as possible as, with what's going on. Ruining my jokes. I'm sorry. Did I get too serious? With no, you? I think they suck anyways this week. <laughs> You're probably saving people. <laughs> I, let's face it. You know I don't react the same way to things that you say as Brian does. Yeah. So. You've become unshockable almost at this point. Yeah, well... I know, really have to go to, like, pedophilia and rape to, to 18, even get, get 18 years of marriage will do that. Yeah, it it just sort of numbs you. Yeah. You're, a, you're a formidable opponent. I know. So that's going to do it for the news. We're going to move into prop bets. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. One of the many new things that SLS now offers to visitors to Vegas includes giant silver, one-eyed, smiling starfish that Vegas Chatter was told was a character of Sam Nazarian, CEO of the property. It's kind of weird. Wait, wait, so you can buy them or they give them to you? No, there's a giant one in the pork jour. A fish. No, no it, there's a giant starfish-looking little avatar character Pokemon thing. He's shaped like a starfish? I don't. I don't think Sam Nazarian is. I think it's a. It might be an artistic representation. Okay. <laughs> Shook Knight was shot in several places at Chris Brown's pre-MTV Music Awards party at One Oak in the Mirage. He's expected to survive. Currently, there are no suspects in custody. I thought Chris Brown was in jail. I, I assume he uh, it lives in jail. Yeah. No. I mean, I really like. He was in in lockup. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm shocked at the level. How many, how many times has Shook Knight been shot? I don't know. Tupac, people wondered how he could survive with five shots, but, you know, yeah, well. the N-words are hard to kill in his block. <laughs> it's from one of his songs. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I See, was hoping it was. Every once in a while, I get you. <laughs> I was hoping it was. because I had to take it to like... the next level. <laughs> All right. The Las Vegas Sun is reporting that Absinthe is developing a touring production show. No details are available at this time, except casting is going on now in Vegas and plans are to tour the world. Based largely on this show's disinterest in it, Planet Hollywood decided to not go forward with having Viva Vera Cruz as a resident show. I'm speculating on the really? reason, but it's these us. sources in my head are pretty convincing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're loud sources in your head, without a doubt. City officials ruled that the law requiring businesses located on Las Vegas Boulevard between Sahara and Washington Avenue to have neon signage will not apply to medical marijuana dispensaries, citing the need to maintain a professional appearance. In fact, dispensaries are prohibited from using neon in their signage. <laughs> this is news? Jesus. Hey, listen, if there's one business that you barely need to advertise, I promise you it's a weed dispensary. Yeah, I, yeah, medical <laughs> it's, it's right up there with a liquor store. We'll find it. We'll find it. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> yep. Another callback to its former self, Vegas Shadow reported that the jewel-handled S's that adorn the doors of the Sahara have been repurposed at SLS Vegas into chandelier ornaments, minus the jewels, just outside of the property's Sayers Club by the 800 Degrees Pete's Place. 
UNLV has decided to postpone fundraising for a new stadium until 2017 or until after all those other stadiums are already done being built. It's, it's the only thing that makes sense because then they get to be the newest. I don't understand how these extra state, these two stadiums, even this one stadium, if they aren't the biggest, what's the point? Why would you go there? Well, and uh, quite honestly, it's going to be hard for the universe. I think it's good that they're holding off on this because it, they used to have, you know, like the stadium to draw different events and stuff too. Now it was the biggest one. If you right. wanted all the major acts that came to town had to go there because they'd make more money. Right. And now you're going to have more choices on the strip where people can walk to you because they're flying in. I really, I think they lost their opportunity to, to build a new stadium. I think they I should probably just gonna... renovate this one yeah. and accept that this is for athletic events. You're not pulling, you're not getting money otherwise. Yep. It's just not going to happen. Lastly, Vegas Shatter reported on multiple things, so let's give them to you. Border Grill will open its second location on the Strip this fall in the Forum Shops at Caesars Palace. The other location they have is at Mandalay Bay. Emerald's New Orleans Fish House will close September 2nd through the 11th for renovations at MGM Graham. New Orleans. Whatever. And Denny's at Casino Royale is expected to open in November of this year ahead of their planned 2015 reopening. All right. That's going to do it for the news. Let's move into playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the part of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas. First up on Monday, the dive-in movie doubleheader at Cosmopolitan is Kung Fu Panda and Skyfall. First movie starts at 7 p.m., second at 9.30. Admission is free to guests staying at the property and $5 for everyone else. Remember when the, the two movies were somehow loosely related to one another? Yeah. I think they gave up on that. I think they did too. Friday and Saturday, Kevin Hart and Friends are performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan. Show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $83. Jerry Seinfeld is at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That show is going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $75. And Susie Essman is at the Venetian. Who? Friday's show starts at 10 p.m. Saturday at 7.30. Tickets start at $60. She's actually funny. You're not a big fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. She is his agent's wife. She's actually she's famous for being a phenomenal cursor. Oh, okay. Yeah. She is kind of funny. I just, I hate those fucking show times. I just, it's dumb. Okay. I wondered what the exasperated pause was for, but that works. And finally, on Saturday, Dr. Oz, oh, good Lord, is at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Shows start at 2 p.m. Tickets are $82. And Kendrick Lamar is at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $72. Don't forget, our next live show is on Saturday, September 13th at 8 p.m. Join us on Ustream as we broadcast a live version of the Enhanced Podcast, complete with a live chat, so you can interact with us during the show. A link to our Ustream channel will be tweeted the day of the show, or you can find one on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. So let's move into coming attractions. Coming Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or an event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Frank Caliendo is performing at the Orleans. 
Friday and Saturday, October 17th and 18th. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets are starting at $35. Dana Carvey is at the Orleans as well, Friday and Saturday, October 24th through the 25th. That show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $55. Limelight is a new burlesque perfection, setting up a temporary residency at the plaza. As it is the most popular concept being run into the ground in Vegas right now, Vegas Chatter described the show as black and white silent films meet modern burlesque with music and Chaplin slash Betty Boop kitsch. The residency starts September 12th and will run through November 1st. Performances will be Friday through Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $30. This year's Fright Dome theme at Circus Circus Adventure Dome is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It will feature six haunted houses, including one that requires you to traverse through Solo called Isolation. Fright Dome will be in existence October 3rd through the 31st and be open on select nights from 7 p.m. to midnight. You'll have to check the link to their website to see what the dates are, mostly Friday through Saturday with some Thursday and Sunday thrown in there. Admission will run you $35 with the option to purchase Fast Passes for an additional $15 to $20. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Now let's check the river. So first up, we have some more listener feedback. Yeah, we start off with an iTunes review. This has been sitting out there for a little bit, but sometimes I get caught up in, you know, other things not involving this show. <laughs> and this one's really interesting. Oh, here we go. It's Max 2417's July 28th review titled, Wish I Could Love It. He gave us one out of five stars. It's so Yikes. interesting the, the level of here. Because the Wish I Could Love It, which would mean, you would assume, I like it. Yeah, it's it's. It could I like be, it. I just don't love it. It could be yeah. so much better. Oh, it could be. It could be. But I hate it because, in the spectrum well, of stars, I believe it's universally known. Number one means hate. Number two means I don't like. Number three means like. Number four means I really like. And number five means I love it. Right. Wish I could love it, but I hate it. Yeah. Okay. Here's the review. Listen for about three to four months and just can't get past the host's uncomfortable laughter. If it was only occasional, it would be tolerable, but unfortunately it isn't. Content is great, preparation is obvious, but presentation is lacking. So So basically, he doesn't like you. He hates me, yeah. is what it boils down to. He, he hates me. Loves the show, loves the content, loves the effort, but my laughter causes him to hate me so much that that doesn't matter. Well, Everything else doesn't matter. Karen... Basically, I could cure cancer, but my fucking laugh. I hate that. Well, and he laugh. picked an interesting descriptor to call the laugh uncomfortable. Because you don't laugh because you're uncomfortable. So is he, I do, yeah. is he saying that it's making Well, I think a lot of times I laugh at things because I'm like, well, that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Or, or it mildly amuses me. Or Like, I laugh for fucking a million reasons. but I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. But honestly, I, I don't care. I actually think the show has been a really good filter because... For one, I hate me. So I, 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 I totally agree with this guy. But we, you and I had this conversation when, when I saw this. Don't we pretty much do that in everyday life? Like, we choose the morning TV show that we watch while we're getting ready for work based on the people we hate the least. Well, especially down here. But, yeah, you have to you pick what you watch and listen to because you're going to get the same information right. on all of them. I mean, 
okay, you're going to get a different spin depending on what, if you're watching something on Fox versus CNN versus right, right. MSNBC. But, but yeah, no, you, you, you tend to watch the people that you find the least annoying. You right. say, I can, I can watch these people every morning to get my information. and yeah. Rest assured, those that don't hate me, the day I quit laughing on this show is the day I stop producing it. And yeah. I'm, also, I'm also a firm believer in the notion that if someone doesn't hate what you're doing, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. So there you go. We also have an email, which, although these weren't directly connected, they kind of were just in the sense of how some people enjoy our sense of humor, the way we present things, right. my laugh, <laughs> and some people hate them. This was in response to the two gentlemen who didn't find the joke that I found funny regarding domestic abuse. Why don't you share this one? Okay. Every now and then, I hear something on your show that makes me want to email. I heard your recent talk about the podcast regarding War Machine. I feel your comments were very funny, and I did not find any offense. And then in parentheses, I have a similar sense of humor. I like it. Awesome. I understand how some people would have found offensive, but in the world of political correctness, I think people need to not worry about that. The world is sometimes too afraid to offend anymore. People can look at things differently, and I wanted you to know that I support your outlook on life. You need to laugh at difficult things, or they can eat you up inside. Humor is a difficult thing. Some love what you say, like I do, or want to make you a bad person. You may offend people sometimes, but stay true to yourself and life will be okay. Sincerely, James Jones. And I promise you, James, and all of the people that enjoy this, I, there's no way I'm changing. I, I've gotten to a point in my life where I, I don't want to get into it, but there's always new listeners. So the briefest thing is I went through a world of, of self-loathing and hatred. It's all still there, but, you know, it, it's, it's years of, of therapy, medication, fucking just years. You just accept <laughs> Time, things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, finding the love of my life, friends that accept me for who I am, got me to a place where I just don't fucking care what anyone thinks of me. I just don't care. I kind of got to a point where I'm like, you know what, this is who I am. If you hate me, cool. If you like me, cool. Either either way, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Either way. But I do appreciate him, you know, sending the email. I do too. Because some, actually, a lot of times you all we you get are the negative, like where you piss people off so much and right. And I do this, too. There's a lot of times where I really appreciate, you know, somebody that I've heard or listened to or whatever. And you just you don't think to send an email in. So I get the I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I get the impression I'm similar to this guy because I do things like this as well, where, you know, I listen to a show like I have never called into 500. I've never. No, you did. No, I didn't. You did once. No, no. I called into the strip once. Oh, you did call into the strip. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep, you're right. But it, it's I, I traditionally don't get involved with things that, that I, I mean, I fucking love the Strip Podcast. I, I, there's a lot of things that I love that I don't give feedback to, other, maybe an iTunes review or something. Mm -hmm. But it's when things like this happen, like, hey, 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 I'm the silent one. I'm the one, like, we'll go to a restaurant that's, that's shitty. I won't ever tell the waiter. I'll just never come back. Right. You know, and, and this is the kind of thing that I would do. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know I don't normally say anything. I want to make sure I say something, you know, and let you know that I appreciate what it is you're doing. So... Good or bad, I, I value all the feedback we get. It is very gratifying to know that, especially when, when you're taking a hit, yeah. you know, uh, recently, that, uh, that, and again, just, we, just we a read reminder. Them, we read them all on the show. So yeah. even just a reminder that it's like, no, 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 it's, it, just remember, there are those of us that do like it, like, okay, that's good. But, but the at, thing the, I at like, the end of the day, like you said before, yeah. you do this for yourself. And it's, it's great if other people want to listen and tune in. Um, I can't imagine if I did it to make, like, like specifically going, I really want people to like me. I, I, I hope everyone likes me. Oh, my God, me. you drive yourself oh, crazy. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But there you go. 
All right, so that's going to do it for episode 144. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send some feedback, you can send it to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Good, bad, or indifferent. We read all iTunes reviews on the show. As Eventually. You just heard. Eventually. <laughs> Mark is all over social media, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find links to those on the blog as well. And that's it. Anything else from you? Oh, I got nothing else. Right. I, I thought I did for a second. I'm like, nope, I don't have anything. Nope. Good. So we'll all see right. you next week. Bye.